0: We better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need
1: roads. 58. 58. 58. Mike Volpe 58. is here. Brian Lipsitz is on the Skype. How you doing, guys? Good. 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 Uh, again, we are still back from New York Comic Con from last week. We didn't decide to go anywhere in between, really.
2: We went back, <laughs> they weren't there. Yeah,
1: they weren't. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Empty <laughs> <haven't>. over. <laughs> Worst idea ever. <laughs> uh, but we have lots of stories to tell and information and things that just happened.
2: I saw boobies and they weren't good boobies this weekend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a freak out. That's true, actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw this when you were going in, Brian. There was there was a girl just standing there topless. I honestly thought it was a guy. Yeah.
2: What? Who just had like, I wasn't sure if he had had some kind of surgery done or if he was just fat and lost a lot of weight and had like <laughs> saggy skin. Yeah. And then it was brought to my attention that that was actually a woman. Yeah. I was um, like, no way, because I couldn't help but look. <laughs> Yeah, was she dressed as a, in a costume, or was she just no, not really pants and no shirt. Yeah, what the? F- <laughs> How did you miss <laughs> did- that? It was right out front, like it's where the crosswalk not- was, and there was a cop there. It's and- not
1: illegal in New York. That's the
2: reason. Oh,
1: that's. I guess I'm glad I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, it was
2: uh, not pleasant to see. But the look on everybody's face screamed, what the fuck is that? Right. Like every, As they walked by, you'd see people look at each other going, what? What was that? Seriously? All right. That's how we're starting the show. I know. Hey. Oh, God, it was scary. Hey, everybody. F- picture the ugliest woman you can think of. <laughs> oh. Now she's topless.
1: Thank you. You're My welcome. eyes burn. Uh, well, then, let's talk about some of the more interesting things okay. that happened. Uh, Friday. Friday, we arrived. We did, on time. Yeah, on we time. We did good, no we traffic. We did make the Batman Arkham City panel, but I wasn't expecting to. Uh, our first panel of the event was the DC Universe animated panel that everyone heard last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fun, yep. and I liked seeing Kevin Conroy. Uh, Bruce Tim is one of my heroes. The guy is just amazing. He's created so much of the stuff that's influenced me over the years, as far as art direction and all that stuff. He's awesome, awesome. The Street Fighter Cross Tekken panel was pretty fun. I know you didn't care much about it, Mike. I was
2: just – I I had a difficult time following it because they didn't speak English. Yeah. And it was a translator, and I immediately – they lose me immediately.
1: Yeah, Ono-san uh, slows down the Capcom panels yeah. quite a bit normally just because of the translator aspect. But the guy comes all the way from Japan, so
2: – It was nice of him to come.
1: Yeah uh and and he's he at least makes jokes and tries to keep it entertaining and stuff uh there was a lot of cool information they announced the gem system and everything there there's a trailer for that on the site and uh yeah that was overall a pretty good panel not one of the
0: better ones but still entertaining enough did you hit up any of the panels on friday brian I did. I hit up three consecutive comic ones I hit up. What did I hit first? Uh, we I went to the Ultimate Marvel panel and then the Green Lantern panel and then the Amazing Spider-Man panel, all of which I I will be I will have discussed or will be discussing on on uh, graphically speaking in detail, so Oh, um, so we don't hear anything. Think so? Well, there's a lot of comic-related stuff that you guys aren't gonna. It's like heavy comic stuff that you wouldn't really like. The general listeners would probably be like, "What? I don't get it." Any but, like um, big news out of any of them? Um, I'm trying to think. Anything huge? It wasn't anything really huge announced? Um, with the exception of on Saturday, they announced
2: that we're the cup on of Friday.
0: Pick- oh, Friday? No, nothing on Friday. Then. No. <laughs> don't <laughs> jump ahead. ahead we're still on, on Friday. Friday. Shh, be quiet. <laughs>
2: What the no. hell is that? What the <laughs> hell is that? Why do I hear? <laughs> He's got a laser beam in his hand. It's not a laser beam. It's a noise <laughs> thing. It makes a light. So I've been watching Doctor Who,
0: like I said. Yeah. Oh, is it one of the... Um, it's my um, sonic yeah. screwdriver. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks
2: like the, uh, the mind eraser thing from Men in Black. A little bit. That's the way it just popped up. <laughs> That's
1: true. It has a UV light on it. And the bottom yeah. has a pen. How about that? And the wow. pen tip can actually switch, so I can take yeah. this off. And there's a second one it comes with that actually writes with ink that you can only see with the UV light How from the top of it. How much did that cost you?
2: Twenty bucks. <laughs> you bought a twenty dollar pen. <laughs> I bought a twenty dollar sonic screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> he's a true geek, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he's doing this. It is cool. <laughs> <Keep> it <up.
1: laughs> well, the I sound effect is amazing. I, I want to make this as part of my Halloween costume, so I'll be Marty McFly, the doctor, as doctor, <laughs> the doctor sonic screwdriver. It's time traveler meets time traveler. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Some people get it. Some people won't.
2: Mm.
3: The
1: girls um, there will get it. A yeah. couple of them will. A couple. Yeah. Uh, on Friday. Go, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> if only. We'll uh, see. W- one of the coolest things about Friday is that we really accomplished a lot of the things we had set out to do right away. Really. Mm-hmm. I got done the biggest thing I wanted to get done on Friday, which was meet Sci Fi Warehouse 13's Eddie McClintock. Mm hmm. And uh, I've been talking about the fact that I wanted to interview him forever on this show. And he yep. did it, ladies and gentlemen. And he did it. And he I was, videotaped it. That's true. He was super yep. nice. Uh, I I went over to him and got the uh, autograph and told him how big a fan I was and told him about the podcast and asked if he had any free time. He's like, yeah, if there's if the table's not busy at all or uh, closer to the end of one of the days when we're shutting down, come on by and. We'll chat. So I sat down with him for about 10 minutes. I'll play that interview later on Mm. in the show. But um, he was he was super, super nice. And it It was was, it's always good when a celebrity that you are a fan of is actually a nice person because there's always that fear. That it's gonna like ruin something, and even it kind of leaks into the show. If you find out that they're like an asshole, and then you don't like the show quite as much. Thanks for
2: the interview. I'm never gonna watch again.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jerk. But no, Eddie was awesome. He was. So that was really uh, cool.
2: Soft spoken, as you'll hear in the interview. Yeah. He's. I I can't explain how he's weird.
1: He had a bit of a dry humor, but it, it worked for him. It did. He's not as animated as you think he would be from the show, but at the same time, the guy's sitting mm. uh, for I don't even know how many hours over the course of three days mm-hmm. to uh, meet all these fans and everything. So you're going to be a little yeah. worn a, out.
2: Yeah, a tough job. All you had to do was look right, and they were playmates. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough job. Let me sign stuff yeah. at 30 and bucks a pop. He wasn't um, – well, it was funny because Claire Kramer was
1: sitting to his left, mm-hmm. and then on Saturday and Sunday, Jewel State from Firefly – was sitting to his right she Mm -hmm. wasn't there on friday though but it's funny during the interview that you see that mike videotaped and i'll put that up on youtube so everyone can watch it uh claire kramer walks right by behind eddie like two or three times (laughs) over the course of the interview i
0: felt bad for her because there was just like no one going up to her unless you're like a buffy fan she or or, like i think she's in bring it on or something yeah no one's really gonna and, and she was such a small she was like a villain for a season on Buffy. And other than that, she really, so I just felt bad. Cause she was just kind of sitting there. Every time I would look over, she'd just be by herself and no one was there. Yeah. I was so. like, Hey, she's hot, but I have no idea who she is. I just knew <laughs> <heard> she was <laughs> from go. Buffy, but I don't,
1: I've never seen Buffy. So I really didn't have an idea. <laughs> no, that's
0: what I meant. They're, they're yeah. Yeah. So, so I was just like,
1: all right, that's cool. Yeah. Um, also on Friday, uh, we, we did a little bit of walk in the show floor and everything, mm-hmm. which is always entertaining. And there's going to be tons of pictures. Up on the site. Uh, They should be up by now, actually. By the time everyone hears this. Uh, But... On Friday night, as we had mentioned before, we went to go see the Nerdist podcast. Nerdist. Nerdist. And that was super cool.
2: That was that was fun, but it was
1: late. Yeah, it was late. It was like I 10.30. Was... We were very tired.
2: <laughs> Matt kept watching me fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we were very tired, and it's no fault of theirs whatsoever. No. It was just a long, long day. Between the, the drive to get up there and walking the con floor, people don't realize how much being in a group of people that large will sap your energy quickly. Oh, it yeah. does.
2: It's just just so much, uh, stimulation. I mean, there's everything everywhere. Yeah.
1: Mental, just drainage, blinking lights and yeah. just looking around and hot chicks and cosplay. Yep. And, yep. <laughs> That's pretty much the only thing that wakes you up right away.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but when we went to the Nerdist podcast,
0: uh, we were not joined by Brian Lipsitz. No, we weren't. Shh. It was a terrible, awful night. Don't, I don't even want to talk about Friday. It was such an epic, epic uh, fail of disasters after disasters. My phone dying, my friend's phone dying transportation issues just bad so yeah i'm just gonna sit in the corner now and cry oh we missed you brian i know i missed you guys you sound like you had a good time though so we had a really good time yeah and uh
1: jim gafkin was their guest as Uh we'd mentioned he's funny uh he was they all did stand up matt jonah chris and jim all did quick little 10 minutes i'd say not even not Mm -hmm. even jim might have done 10 all the others probably did roughly like five minutes Mm -hmm. but they were all hysterical um jonah i felt so bad for because he was so tired. He just didn't care. <laughs> he said he hadn't slept in like 72 hours. Yeah. And he he looked very, very tired. But was still very funny. After the show, we went backstage. And just like when Mike and I had met them, uh, met Chris after his stand-up show mm-hmm. in Boston. They all stood around downstairs. Except for Jim. Jim, I'm sure, had another commitment. Yeah. But uh, Chris, Jonah, and Matt were all downstairs. And we got to meet... All of them again. I had never met Jonah or Matt, so mm-hmm. I'd met Chris before. But when we went to go talk to them, I thanked Chris uh, profusely yeah. for getting us like tripling our listenership. Rob kissed
2: ass. I well, I did.
1: <laughs> I did. He was like, but excuse with, me, you <laughs> we were pulling your pants down, so I may kiss your ass, Jake. <laughs> I kissed ass with uh, mm-hmm. with so much reason to do so. It wasn't like a kissing up thing. It was a sincere. Thank you because he didn't have to they didn't have to read Arkweman, they didn't have to spend as much time on us as they did. Right. And uh and he was uh very receptive to that. But yeah. I also I totally skipped over the part you where, I, was, I, wasn't where say I got on the Nerdist Podcast. You did. And the the very end of the episode with Jim Gaffigan, you will hear uh them say a gentleman from the Geek Generation podcast come up and yep. they proceed to make fun of my deep voice yeah. for about it, a minute or so it's uh, funny before I ask my question. But I am at the end of that episode, which is very cool. I hope they leave it in because I thought it was it was funny moment. And Joan Ray started saying, "I want my baby back, baby, back, yeah. <laughs> baby." <laughs> uh, it, it was very entertaining. And uh, we talked to Jonah Ray uh, backstage, yep. who uh, gave me his email and agreed to definitely come on in the future. So we're gonna get that zombie apocalypse sequel. It's nice that they remembered the us.
2: Like he saw your shirt and was like. <gasps> Hey, I know those guys. Yeah. You yeah, know, It was cool.
1: It's, uh, that's always very cool. So um, I, I feel like we're, we're bonding with we the Nerdist are. podcast.
2: <laughs> and, the Nerdist uh, Generation podcast is coming. The ner- that would be very interesting. Yes, so would. Um, they are going to be back. I would be so silent. <laughs> Just be sitting there like I
1: have nothing to say. They are going to be back in Massachusetts to record another podcast in November. And, uh, we've been invited. Uh, we have not been invited, but I am considering getting tickets and checking that out. I, I do have a proposal for Mr. Hardwick that I would like to uh email him beforehand. I don't know how receptive they'd be to it, but I, I'm going to, uh, I, I'm I'm just being very stuff cryptic settled and at vague the bottom right of my now. thing. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, I hate <laughs> when that uh, Mike's Mike's drinking is uh amino acids or whatever. Yeah, it looks
2: like I liquefied the incredible hulk, yeah. but it the flavoring stuff settles at the bottom and then yeah. it looks like there's mud. Mm-hmm. But it yep. mixes right back up. Yeah. Anyway. Tastes like apple.
1: (laughs) Thanks for that. But yeah, I do have uh, something I'm going to be sending over to them. Not to sound cryptic and vague, but uh, yeah, who knows. But you're cryptic and vague. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm going to be cryptic and vague because I don't want to give it all away here. And if it does go through, it would be a cool announcement to make later. So who knows? Uh, Anything else on Friday we need to talk about?
2: Yes. We had New York pizza. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, mean, I
1: have New York pizza whenever I go to New York. But
2: I've been to New York. That was my third trip in my life. So
1: yeah, I used to go all the time.
2: It was delicious and not greasy at all. Yeah, it was. It sweet.
1: wasn't some of the crazier Good. pizzas that I've had before. Like no. I, I was telling Mike, how I've been to a place that has like ravioli pizza and salad what? pizza and Z D pizza, and it's. Well, it'd it's, be cool to try.
2: It's amazing. Um, I just had what I even. I had chicken and broccoli pizza, but it had no grease. Yeah, I was worried it would make me sick. At one point, yeah. we need to take a day trip to New York
1: just for the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend, uh, myself and Dave, who uh, is on this podcast from time to time, we had done that last year. We went up to, I, I don't know if it was last. No, it was a couple of years ago. We went up to the, uh, the Met one time to check out a superhero exhibit mm-hmm. that they were doing. It was mm-hmm. a cool trip just to go up for the day and kind of yeah. do all that but uh Brian you had something on Friday you want to talk about yes, right? Yes. Yeah. I met Eliza Dushku
0: and it was awesome. Oh. No um <laughs> I happened to for, she happened to only be signing from 3:30 to 4:30. For some weird twist of fate I decided to go down and try to meet her around that time. Yep. And uh, I got in line, and everyone's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, how much is it? And they're like, it's 40 bucks. I'm like, okay, that's whatever. I'll pay it. And I brought my dollhouse season one for her to sign. And I'm like, that's cool. So the, lines, the there was not that many people in line, and the line was moving fairly brisk, briskly. briskly. So I got up there. Good and um <laughs> <laughs> I like that word briskly. 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 I made it up. No, I didn't. It was brisk, um, baby. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I got up there and I'm, i I had there was no handler or anything you know how they usually have <laughs> there's handler. Hand the handler mm-hmm. hand the money to you. and so yeah. I'm just like I've got like the money in my pocket but I'm like who do I give it to her and she's like she's I don't see anyone trans like there's no money transactions mm. so I'm like what the hell so I go up there and I'm just like hey and she's like hey and I'm wearing my Red Sox at I don't know why I was wearing mm-hmm. that after we lost terribly but um she's like oh she's like Red Sox she's like you are you from uh, Boston I'm like yeah I'm from outside Boston I'm like. I'm from Westford out near Lowell and she's like oh she's like I'm from, from Watertown I'm like yeah my friend's from Watertown I, uh, you went to the same high school he teaches at blah 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 talking about Boyd and um, yeah, yeah. she's just like cool cool and so she's like so she basically just signs, gives me an autograph, and I'm like – and, and she's like, oh, so cool to meet you. I'm like, oh, thanks. So basically I got an autograph for free, and, I, and everyone else I've talked to said she was charging $40 yep. and other people – so I don't know what happened, <clears throat> why, why I didn't pay any money, that but you, it was awesome.
2: You pay over at the other table,
0: right? Not for her. For her oh, really? for her. Right there, yeah. And hmm. I was just like, okay, sweet. So he's gonna, but no, she was awesome and wicked sweet. It was, it was because cool. the handler probably wasn't there to take the money. That's I pretty much guess, it. but you'd think she'd still want to get paid. But apparently. yeah, <laughs> but she probably doesn't care. She's just she signing the autograph. Just made
2: forty grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I,
0: hey, it was awesome, and uh, she was super, super nice. And, so what yeah. you're saying is that you stole an autograph
1: from Eliza Dushku?
0: <laughs> yeah, so because that, maybe it was because I was wearing a. Bo- maybe it because I was from Boston. No, I have no idea. So, but it was an awesome, really cool, and she she was super nice. And I've always wanted to meet her, so it was very cool. So that was one of my things that I needed to get done yeah, there. So. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I had a checklist of stuff I had to do uh, as well, and uh, Eddie McClintock was one of those. But if we move into Saturday,
2: Saturday, dun, dun,
1: dun. Uh, dun, 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 dun. I took care of a few other things I wanted to get done there, and one of those for me was also uh, getting an autograph from Eliza Dushku. Mm-hmm. I did not get mine free, but you got something better. But <laughs> I got, I got, I got something in addition to that. I, I, I had gotten some other autographs prior to this but since we're on the subject uh Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. i talked to eliza i also mentioned that i was from massachusetts as well and she said she was from watertown and i I have a feeling that comes up a lot (laughs) i think so um but i i was talking to her about the catwoman short that they showed at the dc panel and we had just seen it the night prior and i i'm very picky about my voice actors and I made her aware of that and also referenced how much of a Batman fan I was because mm-hmm. I was wearing my, my Batman hat. Oh, she's the one who's dating the – The Rick Fox. The Rick Fox. Yeah. Fox.
2: Oh, this was a good moment for yeah, you. Yeah,
1: So um, So <laughs> – I was happy for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I uh, I was talking to her and I showed her the hat and she was like, oh, that's a really cool hat. And It's she a even, black on black hat. Right, right. Yeah. So she – well, yeah, like in the, the character on the – I
2: know, but the people listening <laughs> might not know. They're picturing like a – True. True explain the hat a br- to true a bright blue batman <laughs> yeah. it's, it's
1: the dark knight logo on on a black hat and they're both black and it's all black it's very so slick looking it's subtle um so she was like oh that's really cool rick rick look at this hat it's really cool so hmm. she got his attention and everything um and i uh based on that uh she said did you make the panel with uh not the panel sorry the signing with bruce tim and Andre Romano and Kevin Conroy mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the night before that was taking place after the DC animated panel we went to, and Mike and I just didn't have time for it. Yeah, so we never made it to that signing. And she was like, "Oh well, you're not the 50th fan, but I have this." And she called uh, a guy to grab a poster for her. So I have a Batman Year One poster that has Bruce Tim's autograph, Andre Romano's autograph, and then Eliza signed right above Catwoman. Mm-hmm. So I am totally getting that and framed Rob as well. Rob
2: was paranoid. That's an <laughs> understatement for the remainder of the day about what to do with this poster. Oh, my God.
1: Because I brought a clipboard so my 8x10s wouldn't get wrinkled. Mm-hmm. And then I had this larger poster now that I had to roll up and uh, just safeguard. So like, what are we going to do
2: next year, Rob? <laughs>
1: We're going to bring a poster roller That's next right. year. I was going to say, how did you know? <laughs> I was friggin' like a linebacker. Anyone was- that got near me. I stiff-armed and <laughs> ran right through them. Like, nobody is denting this poster. I was safeguarding it like a madman. But um, as I was walking away, she saw my audio recorder that I yep. use to get bumpers and stuff. And she was like, oh, what's that? Because it looks weird, the one I have. It's not a normal-looking device. I said, oh, it's an audio recorder. I was going to ask you to do a bumper for my podcast, but you were so generous with the poster that I didn't want to like be greedy or anything. And she was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, I was really nice meeting you." Because mm. and oh, she said, "So she, uh, she couldn't do it. She said she, she wasn't but, sure contractually yeah. if she was allowed to do that." And that's normally the response you get from people. Yeah. So the fact
0: that and uh, well, Eddie-
2: read your contract,
0: bitch. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I was. I, I was I had, like, <laughs> I was gonna ask, and I just was like, I was too. I don't know. I'm embarrassed. I I get embarrassed. See, I, I get embarrassed a little
1: too, but at the same time, I know I'm going to be kicking myself in the ass if I don't ask. Which I
0: was, after, but now that you said that, I don't feel right. as bad.
1: <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the time they don't know or they're not allowed to yeah. do that. and that's t- Or maybe that's their excuse for not doing it. And either way, that's totally okay with me. They do enough being there all yeah. day. Anything like that is a total bonus uh, and extra. So uh, she said it was nice to meet us and all that. And that was good um prior to that i got a couple autographs that i wasn't sure uh one of them i definitely wanted to get the other one i wasn't necessarily sure if i was going to but i did end up doing that uh the first one was Mm. rose mcgowan Mm. who uh, i went over to the autograph table and we actually had to get a ticket for her yeah that was 40 bucks as well ticket to see the show yeah ticket to see the show (laughs) tickets and uh and it was a show she had some dress on she did (laughs) Oh, my. She I to say. Um, so we went into line for that, and we were chatting with this girl that was in front of us. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, sorry. I should have used bitched
1: here. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. No,
2: I don't know. Brian. Uh, no, Brian
1: will, Brian will feel for me as, Brian as we Brian will be progress. like, Brian's going to say bitch. Yeah. So we and one of the things you do when you are getting an autograph and paying for it is not just to have the autograph. You're paying for FaceTime, basically. Uh, most of the time you will never get to see these people ever. So you're Mm -hmm. basically paying for that minute or two of FaceTime where you actually get to chat with someone you're a fan of and da-da-da. So I go up in line and the girl in front of me is getting her autograph. And most of the time you get your autograph, you say bye, and you leave. Yeah. This girl did not. No, she (laughs) didn't. What the hell? She took like a step to the side and proceeded Mm -hmm. to continue her conversation with Rose while I was getting my autograph. So Rose is signing Uh my photo while having a conversation with this other girl, and I'm like, Itch. "Ah, stealing my
0: Facetime, bitch!" So yeah, I should have just for all those females out there, bitch. <laughs> so I mean, I
1: still, I still got to. I don't even remember what I talked to her about. Not, I
2: was so ridiculous. It was so fast.
1: brief, and I was just like, "Oh, uh, um, I'm a fan," and
2: she was like, oh, "Okay, next."
1: Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like that, and it's no fault of hers whatsoever. No, that's but,
2: that's lame. Yeah, that, they, but
1: that other girl yeah. totally like mm-hmm. stole my time, and I was just should have been like.
0: Step outside. We're gonna settle
2: this. That's what I should have done. Right. I should have been like, "Excuse me, we're next." And, and they were super
1: her. strict around her. The celebrity yeah. authentics people. They no were. pictures. Like not even of her.
2: Like you couldn't. Yeah. It was they one were thing. doing the
0: same thing with Eliza. They're like, "You can't take pictures of her." And I'm like, "They're like holding up little signs saying yeah. you no know, cameras." And I'm they, like, "Okay." They were
2: yeah yelling at people. Meanwhile,
0: when I met
1: Eddie on Friday, I wasn't even gonna ask for a picture. He goes, "Hey, you want a picture?" And he yeah. like he stands up, gets ready <laughs> I'm for. I'm standing
2: it. there videotaping the whole damn thing, and he's occasionally glances. At it like I think he's videotaping right. me, but I'm not sure. Right. Because I had to be sneaky. About and he it. didn't care. Should have just yeah. been like, Yo, can I videotape this? Yeah.
1: And he he offered the picture, I didn't even ask for. It was just it was he was awesome. Yeah. But again, he I think is in a situation where he didn't have a particular contract and was kind of free yeah. to do whatever he wanted to.
0: I think so. that, I think that's the difference. You're right. It's it's all about how who set it up and how they're contractually, you know. Yeah. So that was cool.
1: Um I, and even though I didn't really get the FaceTime that I had hoped for. Uh, it was still cool to meet her and get the autograph and everything. I also got an autograph from Jewel State from Firefly.
2: Mm-hmm. Jealous.
0: Um, <laughs> why didn't you get one? I don't know. I just, I, I was over there and I'm like, I, and then I didn't, I was going to go back and then it didn't end up getting, having time and, blah, 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 and, I didn't, and I ended up having low funds at the end and I'm like, yeah, nah, forget it. Uh, all right. Well, I,
1: I, um, I'd gone over because I wanted to get a bumper from her too. That was one of the main reasons. And uh, and Eddie was sitting right next to her. So I was going to be like, oh, thanks again. I didn't really get a chance to uh, talk to him at that time. But I did get the autograph from her. And just told her I was a fan and everything, and I did ask for a bumper, and she said, "Oh no, I sorry, I asked her for an interview mm-hmm. because uh, since she was in the same like zone as Eddie, I thought maybe the same rules applied." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "My publicist is super strict about that, yeah. and kind of weeds out everything, and he, so you have to go through them." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's totally understandable. I've I've heard that before, basically, yeah. and that's and it's so, it's fine. It's again, it's yeah. no fault of hers, and uh, I'm still as much of a fan as I was. It's understandable." But it was it was cool. She was cool. And uh, she looked really, really good. (laughs) Yeah, she did. (laughs) Yeah, she did. Um, What else happened on Saturday? Well, to get all those autographs, Mike and I kind of blew off the Green Lantern, the animated Mm -hmm. series panel. Yeah. Which we were going to check out. But ultimately, I was like, I'd rather spend the time on the floor.
0: Yeah, same here. I, I I was debating going to that panel, too, and I was just like, eh, it's early, and I'd rather just spend more time browsing and getting bumpers and t- meeting people. Yeah. And yeah,
1: our schedule was so packed with panels on Saturday, we ended up cutting oh, out God. a bunch of them just to have more floor time. Yeah. Even, like, by Saturday night into Sunday, I felt like we hadn't really explored the way I did in years yeah. past, mm-hmm. So, um, but we spent some more time on the floor and eventually made our way over to the Marvel video games panel. Where, as you reminded me, we met up with uh, you and Mike Boyd. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that was a pretty good panel. They had some good information yeah. there. Um, amazing Spider-Man game coming yeah, out based the on news. the movie. Yeah, that was the big news. They did some Marvel versus Capcom stuff. They did a lot of superhero Squad stuff. Uh, Marvel Pinball, some new tables mm. coming out
0: um i'm trying to think what else happened in that lots of random questions by weird people that people were asking bizarre questions bad questions and yeah. the like, same ones uh, repeated. dude what about age of apocalypse what and i'm like what and like weird questions and like three people asked about the age of apocalypse yeah. like, and i'm like dude, it. what the hell <laughs> uh,
1: your marvel remember. mmo that you didn't talk about at all at the panel i have a question about that <laughs> 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 Ain't yeah,
0: there was lots true. of weird people. I, I pretty much no offense to anyone who was at New York Comic Con and it asked a question, but uh, I should talk to talk my own friend no, who asked offend but
2: No, offend them. Go ahead. Yeah, offend the, them because
0: There was a lot of weird freaking people that ask questions. Like They get up there, especially at the comic panels, and they'll just be like, the worst was on Saturday. <laughs> I went to the Cup of Joe panel with yeah. uh, Joe Quesada, <laughs> who's the head of Marvel, and some guy gets up there, and um, the, the head publisher, the publisher of Marvel, Dan Buckley, was there, and the guy goes to and he's like, Excuse me. He's like, this may come off as kind of creepy. He's like, but do you have a nephew named Max? And I'm just like, what the fuck What does that fuck? have to do with anything? <laughs> I don't know. And everyone was just like looking at each other, like, did that kid really ask that? And then you could tell uh, Dan Buckley got like wicked, like, and he's like, uh, no. And he's like, that's kind of, he's like, I don't mean to be creepy. He's like, but I met this kid, blah, blah. And he's going on this huge story, and everyone's just like looking at each other, like, oh my God. Is this guy for real? What a waste then, of time. And then the next people, well, another person at that panel's like, so um i've been reading this i was reading my old iron man comic from five years ago how come nick fury uh is on blah 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 isn't here when he's supposed to be here and everyone's just like really and they're like yeah that was five years ago we don't even remember like it was just panels of like super nerds like asking the stupidest questions and it was just like <clears throat> oh my god i wanted to like hide yeah. so yeah they all come out of those kind of panels some of the questions
2: really- were just unbelievable and Think about what you're gonna say and put it into yeah. a complete sentence. <laughs> what was the one it, we oh saw? Oh my god!
1: When we went into um, when Mike and I went to the Marvel TV panel yeah. right before it, the legendary panel was and finishing up. This was the up. biggest
2: fail oh, wow. I have ever seen and, in uh, my life. Oh,
1: no. So Frank Miller's up there, and yes, Chris Hardwick was uh, Chris mm-hmm. Hardwick was moderating. And um, there was this person trying to ask Frank a question. Right. Oh, God. And it came out. And the, and and the, and the look on
2: <laughs> all their faces. That's why I was just laughing because I was envisioning their faces, especially Frank's. Because Frank's just sitting there going like, what the fuck is this guy trying this to say to me? This kid talked for
1: three minutes straight at uh-huh, least. To get the question out. Right. And then Hardwick, somehow in his genius mind, Roped whittled it, it down back to one sentence and one question. But then he question. offended them. Right
2: by saying, uh, what was it? Um, do you feel oh. as though that you you failed in life or something, or <laughs> that you're a failure because you couldn't write novels? You had to do comic books, basically. Yeah, yeah. Is what he said. Uh, H- wow. His and the entire place I mean, went. Oh, right. It wasn't
1: exactly <laughs> that, but paraphrased. It was yeah. basically, yeah. Do you think? That you that w- the, became comic book writers because you couldn't hack it as a right. novelist. Yeah, That's
0: the biggest epic fail I've ever heard of in my life.
1: They, you could see their faces. Like one guy, like rocked back in his chair, like "What the hell?"
2: Yeah. <laughs> Frank Miller, one eye got really big, and he was like, Arr. "Yeah."
1: I mean, Frank Miller is a kind of creepy looking guy anyway, he but, but man, he really creeped yeah. out. His eyes bugged out at that question. He was like, "Uh, no." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why would they say, "Yeah, we feel like total failures," yeah. oh, even my. though we're why on the
2: top of our that? industry? Like, I, w- um, I would have been like, "You're right." I am a. Com- is your dad mowing the lawn outside again? Probably. <laughs> Why is he mow the lawn when we record? <laughs> he probably doesn't think it can be heard, and I don't know if it
1: can be heard through this. Does he
2: know what month it is? He. It's almost November. What are I we know. Calling? And he asked me prior to this what time we were recording today. <laughs> we'll be re- recording from twelve to two. I'm gonna cut the grass from twelve to yeah. two. I think he wants you out. I know,
1: right? <laughs> He's like, okay, twelve to two. That's the time to hit him. <laughs> 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 but anyway uh, the uh the end of the legendary panel uh, too so that question was just totally offensive and fortunately hardwick roped it in and actually turned it around and made it seem like a more positive thing than what the kid was actually saying yeah and um they did answer and uh it, it went into the marvel tv panel from there but uh oh at the end of the legendary panel too i uh, i had forgotten to ask chris the night prior if he had any time to maybe do an interview yeah. or something too. Mm-hmm. So I ran up to this group and like as soon as the panel was over, it's funny, the panelists disappeared. Hardwick like stood in front of the table and just got mobbed by people. And uh, I think was, he doesn't
2: know to run away. I know, right? <laughs> he, <laughs> took,
1: he hasn't figured it out yet. He took ample time to uh, sign things and take pictures with people. And eventually, I can
0: hear the, can hear the lawn mowing now. Right, yeah. God damn it. Uh,
1: <laughs> and eventually people came over <laughs> And we're just like, oh, by the way, um, uh, God damn it! That's distracting me.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna run out and close on you, Dad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Normally, I'd say no, but in this situation, feel free. Do it, damn it! Um, So all these people were mobbed around him, and like a handler, more or less, came over and said, "Okay, Chris has to go. He has another thing he has to be at." And people wouldn't leave, and I was like, "I'm not gonna be that jerk." So I, I left and just went back Your and sat dad down is with Mike.
2: Literally stopping in front of the window. This
1: is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. He just
2: keeps mowing the same spot.
1: Alright, you know what? I was gonna I was gonna wait. This is great. Oh man. I was gonna wait to take a break. But I think this is a good time. We'll be right back. <laughs> Maybe. So, Anna. Yes? Christmas is on the way. It is. It is. Stressful time of year. Yeah. Where do you do most of your Christmas shopping? I do my shopping on Amazon.com because I can do all my shopping from the couch. Really? Well, that's very convenient. It is. It is. It takes the stress out of the holidays. Did you know that the Geek Generation is an affiliate of Amazon.com?
2: I did not know that, Rob.
1: You didn't? Well, what you can do to help the Geek Generation is go to www.thegeekgeneration.com, click the Amazon button, which will take you right to Amazon, and when you buy all the Christmas presents that you're going to buy, you'll actually be earning us a commission as well. That sounds too easy. So go to thegeekgeneration.com, use that amazon.com button, and make us some money while you're doing your Christmas shopping. It's super easy, and if you don't do it, you're a bad friend.
2: Hey, this is Chris Hardwick, and you're listening to The Geek Generation.
0: In case for some reason you forgot the thing you were listening to, why would you do that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell.
1: Okay, we are back.
2: It's about time. (laughs) For you, it took no time. For us, it took over ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes of content. (laughs) <laughs> Bonus you. content that you'll someday maybe never hear. Maybe maybe never hear. I don't even know what we said. <laughs> that sounds like a compilation episode in the future of all just the yeah, little, all the outtakes.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see what do we got. We were talking about uh, the beginning of the Marvel TV panel. Yeah. Yes. And uh, we went over the news from that last week. But the coolest part about the TV panel was not just the footage that they showed from Ultimate Spider-Man and everything, but Clark Gregg actually popped into the panel. Agent Coulson himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, cool. it's a good thing he did because he took some Q&A from people. And during mm-hmm. some of the Spidey clips, they were having audio issues. Yeah. So that while they were fixing the issues, they just uh, chatted with Clark, who was Quite awesome. Quite a few
2: technical difficulties in yeah. that panel. Yeah.
1: And he was really funny, total geek, awesome guy. Mm-hmm. At the end of the panel, they showed the season two premiere for Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and i won't say anything other than doom <laughs>
2: uh
1: it's got doctor doom it's got the fantastic four and yeah i'm saying more than doom already and and surprise guests and surprise guests
2: i don't i've never watched any i haven't watched this cartoon like that highlights, in my, i was entertained so highlights was of well the episode
1: done. hulk and the thing mm-hmm. their oh, interplay yeah. their interplay was awesome
2: they're so funny
1: yeah they're, it's fantastic. That episode alone was the best episode of the Avengers cartoon I've seen so far. Very cool. So good. Uh, the Avengers panel and the Walking Dead panel, we had what plans. What those?
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? like what? I went into this thing just going in to help you. Yeah. Like, I hadn't really looked at the panels. I had no idea what was going on. I yep. was just going to follow you around. Yep. And then when Matt was like, oh, there's a Walking Dead panel, I was like, oh! <gasps> Yes. yes. Excitement. Oh, I, I remember saying, can I go? <laughs> and I was going to go with Matt. And then we realized that they were back to back Walking Dead and then Avengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you would have just sat through it or we could have held you a seat. Or... And yes, Mike did have to ask my permission to I go did. to the Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so,
1: yeah, we we tried getting in the Walking Dead. And I was going to go, too, because the way that the IGN theater works is they don't empty it out in between stuff. So people just sit in there and wait for the next panel sometimes. So we want to get in for the Walking Dead. Not realizing how popular that was going to be. Yeah. And they weren't even letting people into that one because it was full. But I guess there were people that were in that room since like noon.
2: Right. We got there and there was a massive line for it. Yep. And they were already saying, you're not going to get in. Yeah. So just R's, go. No. So then they tried to ship everybody. They were like, yeah. So instead of lining up out here, if we move you over to section C, which was like way down a hall. Yep. You know, you wait over there. They're going to line up
1: there and bring in. They
2: just wanted to get people out of the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. They, they knew you weren't. Some guy was in. flipping out. He's like, "What the hell?" And some guy looked like his head was
0: going to explode. He was like screaming at someone, and they're like, "Yeah, sorry, no one's going to get in unless it was just it was it was a well, huge massive people. They could just have waiting. planned it
2: better. They could have done since yeah. that was the Avengers was the, was the probably the big one. Yep, they could have done that at the end of the day, Yeah. and then maybe around lunchtime, middle of the day on Saturday, they could have done the Walking Dead one.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, one of the reasons I mean, Hardwick was moderating both panels, mm-hmm. so that's probably easier for them too. I. Don't know. We we just didn't get in. No, we way. Have no idea. What no happened. way whatsoever. Oh. But our friend Mathematic yes did get in. He did. He did, and he was hanging out with the people from the Avengers and Walking Dead backstage. What, what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah, Matt made it backstage and was talking to uh, the people from. He he was chatting with Mark Ruffalo yeah. and got a picture with him and everything because Mark Ruffalo was the surprise guest for the Avengers yeah. panel and uh, chatted with. Uh, he was chatting with Hardwick back there and everything too, and. Uh, yeah, we're insanely jealous about that. And and mm-hmm. we could have gone. We could have gone because but Matt texted us. They devise a building that <laughs> destroys cell phone signals. So, again, I've ranted and raved so many times about smartphone plans and how they, uh, the data plans kind of destroy the ability to communicate with one another, especially mm-hmm. when you're in a group like that. Like people with iPhones and smartphones – I had, like, reception the whole time. I could text. I could call. Same thing as it always is for me because I don't have a data plan and I Mm. operate on a band where most people are not there anymore. Meanwhile, the people with smartphones and everything, we ended up going back to the hotel room at one point because we were like, okay, we're done walking the floor. We don't know where Matt is. Yeah, we were going to go to the uh, Surviving the Zombie Apocalypse panel, Mm. and we actually felt a little bad because we had told Jonah Ray that we might meet up with him there. Because he didn't know about the panel the night before. So, Jonah, if you are listening and you did go, we're sorry. <laughs> but we were so freaking exhausted. Uh, not to say Jonah, uh, Jonah and, didn't have every right. right to say he was way more exhausted than we were. But we ended up going back to the hotel room. And uh, as soon as I like went in, I got like four texts in a row from Matt. That because he had Matt sent- had
2: finally walked out of the building. Right.
1: He right. had finally left, and then all the texts he had tried to send finally all sent, mm-hmm. and he was trying to tell us to go meet him backstage right. with the Avengers people and all this crap, and we're like,
0: what the hell?
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, a little jealous about that, but uh, it's very cool for him that he got to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday. Oh, <laughs> I know. Saturday. What did we do Saturday? We ate more pizza? We ate more pizza. More pizza. Sunday. More pizza uh
1: so
0: did you have anything on saturday
1: brian that you wanted to add um, in?
0: just lent a lot of people in comics and stuff nothing really that uh earth shattering i met up with you guys yep which is earth shattering sunday you know. went home so yeah oh you didn't go to the floor at all on sunday uh, not, not at all on sunday oh wow we left at, like we woke up at like eight by the time we packed up and checked out we left at like 10 so we could get home for like whatever i don't know we, so yeah we didn't go on sunday yuck yeah. We went on Sunday. Yeah. We walked around, yeah. saw everything again. <laughs>
2: we
1: walked the floor. That's when we got to view the footage of Max Payne 3. Yep.
2: That was cool. Which was
1: really cool. Um, we didn't do anything in particular that was super exciting on Sunday. We just got more pictures and did our okay. schmoozing and everything. On the way home, this was kind of bullcrap. We we checked out of the hotel and we went over to the parking garage and uh, went to go get my car. Mm hmm and they they said at first it was going to be like 24 bucks and we were like really we were expecting like 80 something Mm. when when i had paid they <laughs> mike and matt were like get the car leave
2: as soon <laughs> yeah. as they give you your car
1: <laughs> yeah uh don't question it and uh they ran down to the hotel we to get literally the bags ran. and stuff
2: ran yes. like people were looking at us like we just robbed like we were hauling ass <laughs> it was i'm not like kidding you we were running full two or sprint, three blocks something like that a couple like we were yeah. running pushing people out of the way we were running yeah it was funny and then, that's hobbling <laughs> of course because
1: his foot hurt they came running back with the bags and everything, and I at first while they were gone, I'm sitting there waiting for my car. They brought down like a minivan and were like looking at me funny, and they're like, "That's not your car." And I'm like, no, no, that's not my car. Mm. It's not my car at Uh-oh. all. Oh. They're like, "What's your car?" I said, uh, "It's a black Corolla, <laughs> which is not a tan minivan at all." <laughs> uh, so they they found my car and they said, "Oh, okay." It's not $24. It's $84. And I was like, crap. All right, fine. I'll pay what mm-hmm. what I expected to. And then he was like, oh, wait. No, 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 no. It's $124. I'm like, wait, what? what? Why is it $124? And he showed me the timestamps. We were, if we had picked up the car by like noon, then we would have been all set. We picked it up at like 1, one fifteen, And because it was an hour later than that 24-hour period allotted for, they charge you an additional 24 hours. Even if you're, they said if you're 10 minutes over, you get charged another 24 hours wow. worth of money. So, yeah, I, we had to pen, pay an extra 40 bucks for an hour's worth of holding our car, which is it's, garbage. Yeah, lame. Yeah, which is one more thing about New York that just pisses me off.
2: They don't care.
1: And on the way in and out, too, <laughs> we were telling Mike on the way that the same thing happens on the way into New York and on the way out of New York every time we go to Comic Con. We bitch about how much we hate New York because I, I know Matt's a little more of a city person than I am. I do not like cities. No, me neither. Mike doesn't like cities. They're dirty.
2: I'm nervous the whole. I'm like anticipating a mugging the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> the, the entire time. I'm just like, all right, who's going to mug me?
1: And people that live in New York are like brainwashed into thinking it is this amazing epic city when really it's this like dirty, smelly. It is trash stink everywhere. Hole. The traffic is obnoxious. The people are rude. Uh the only things that I like about New York are the pizza, mm-hmm. the fact that we go to Comic-Con, and <laughs> Crumbs Cupcakes.
2: I saw Lisa Lampanelli.
1: That's true. What? We, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The three
2: of us are walking to Crumbs, and there was a woman in front of us, and she turns. She's with some other person, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, she looks kind of familiar from behind, but I'm like, eh, it's a regular woman with a big butt.
1: <laughs> say what you really said you recognize the button we're like yeah i tap yeah, that no <laughs> and
2: uh, she turned to the right to open up i don't know what a door to go into something yeah. and her, i caught her reflection and i was like oh, that was lisa lampanelli and then she went inside <laughs> right I
1: and i didn't see any of this i
2: wouldn't have said hi to her anyway just i was reading I w- directions she's probably, off my hypothesis yeah, she was
1: busy doing her own thing i would have said like, hi i would have been like hey lisa hey
2: can you get an it. autograph and a picture? And oh, I wouldn't even have gotten nah, that far. <laughs> I <behind.
1: laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I know, right? So, stupid parking garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did go to Crumbs, that and was that delicious. makes everything better. 500-calorie cupcakes. Oh, my God, they're so good. Mm-hmm. I got four cupcakes and two black-and-white cookies, and I gave one of them to my parents, the cookies. And then they repay you by cutting the lawn while we're doing the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
2: you enjoyed your cupcakes, though? They were good. I had yeah. gotten uh, two... Red velvet ones One yep. for me And then I gave my sister one I would gotten Sarah A, a pumpkin cupcake Because she loves pumpkin everything Yep And she loved that That was really good Yeah And then I had also gotten myself An extra cupcake The Elvis Which is Got tons of peanut butter in it and Oh is that it. what oh, it was It was good Yeah Yeah That was better than the red And one velvet. of the things we
1: heard That was really exciting Because I'm a huge huge Crumbs fan Is that They are scouting out A location in Boston right now
2: hmm Because
1: uh, oh. they want to get A local location Which means I'm going to be A fat lazy man Oh man Pretty soon crumbs cupcakes so good but yeah that was kind of the con for us it was fun overwhelming yeah. a lot to see yeah lots yeah. of girls and little outfits yep it goes by in a flash does yeah you're it's like super overwhelming and busy when you're there and then when it's over you're like whoa
2: <laughs> i know before i knew it i was back home on the couch watching the walking dead with sarah yeah. like what the hell happened <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what what the um which by the way was good may yeah. i just say yeah yes it's good. I haven't seen it yet, but it's on my oh, DVR. It's good. Have
1: you it's checked good. out Talking Dead at all? The the I didn't. I was tired. Yeah. I was exhausted. Well, yeah, I, mean, I should
2: have just DVR'd it, but I was exhausted. Yeah. Even though you guys slept a lot of the way home anyway. <laughs> I didn't sleep. <laughs> you didn't? No. My head might have been down. I was on my uh, phone. all right. I thought you were asleep for a yeah. little while. <laughs> Mr. Medic slept.
1: Yes. Mathematic always sleeps on the way home from New York.
2: He slept on the way up. Yes. Like a baby <laughs> sprawled out in the back seat. It's true. That's why he took the back seat. I thought I was going to have to sit in the back. That's it right there. I was like, you can sit in the front. He's like, oh, no, no, no. You take it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, early on the show, I mentioned that I had uh, interviewed Eddie McClintock. So I will play that for you guys right now, and then we'll be back with the Listener Bag. So enjoy.
3: Warning. The following interview contains spoilers from the Season 3 finale of Warehouse 13 fast forward to the 55 minute mark to skip the interview and avoid any spoilers be well
1: all right so i'm here with eddie mcclintock of uh i said that right correct yeah yeah okay of warehouse 13 on sci-fi and um you play pete latimer uh latimer on the show do you think you have any similarities to pete the character
3: none 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 at all i don't know the man no (laughs) uh I yeah I would say it's seventy five percent me yeah Um, and then the other twenty five would be the writing because uh, you know I I just I don't think I'm a good enough actor to try and go to work for fifteen hours a day five days a week and try and pretend to be someone else you know I mean if I was playing a care like a a true character um, like. I, like, I use the example of, like, if I was playing Worf or, uh, like, a true character, yep. that would be one thing. But to just be a, a guy, a, natu- a normal guy, it's like, when I, when I went in for the initial au- audition, I, I just played it as myself. Because if I got the job, I, I just have to go to work and be myself. Yeah. So, it's turned out, uh, and then and then the writers, thank God, are are brilliant and they make me look you know Jack Kenny our exec producer is one of the funniest guys I've ever met so he makes me he makes me look good
1: the show is hilarious do you think that's why it has such a wide appeal because the crowd is huge that watches it
3: yeah, you know, we've been uh, the most watched show uh, on the network again this year. Our numbers continue to grow. Uh, we had the most viewers this year in, in the history, of uh, in the demographic, yep. the key demographic, um, which is the all important number. Um, you know, I think there are several, I, I hope there are several reasons why it's uh, popular one of one of them being that, that everybody can watch the show yeah. it's not just for adults or kids yep it doesn't it doesn't you know talk down to the kids either and at the same time it's not too juvenile for the for the adult viewers yep. you know and yeah Pete's kinda he's juvenile he's a, he's a he's a kid in a man's body but when it's time to be serious, he has no problems right. being serious. Right. So, or, or when it's time for him to do his job yeah, properly. Characters
1: so. in sci-fi seem to have that a lot, where the, the really successful ones can be almost childish in a way, and right. then like flip a switch, like Doctor Who is very much sure, like that.
3: Sure,
1: sure. Um, have you thought about other characters now... I'm a comic book fan. Are you as well?
3: Uh, uh, Marvel. Okay. A Marvel guy mostly. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, maybe maybe it won't apply as much, but I always saw you as maybe a potential candidate for the Flash in that same kind of humor and action side.
3: That'd be great. I have to hit the treadmill a little bit more. <laughs> I, got, I got some blubber hanging, but uh, I, I would love to. I would love to do that. I yeah. may be a little long in the tooth too. Ah uh, no, no, not a chance. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean. I, I like I, I like DC characters. Yep. Don't get me wrong. It's just I, when I grew up, it was I was Marvel mostly. Yeah, I was a Hulk guy. Oh, yeah. Spider Man guy, and uh, um, you know, uh, Man Thing was a big yeah. fan of mine. Or I was a big fan of him. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. He might be a fan yeah, of yours who too. Knew. He is a man, and he's a thing. So.
1: <laughs> um, this season, you had a couple additions to the cast. With um, Aaron Ashmore, yes, and with Kate Mulgrew, right. how did they uh, blend in with everybody?
3: I mean, uh, I think that it, I think that if you watch the show, you you'll see that it's just there. Everything's yeah. there, which which made Jinx's death so impactful at the end. You know, Aaron just did such an amazing job and made made the character so. Um, so easy to love yep. you know that seeing him end that way was really difficult
1: and that happening too I think really changed the tone of the whole show there'd never been anything up to that point of seriousness right. so far within the series no.
3: yeah that's true um, it's certainly um, it's it certainly was a kick in the pants for anybody who um, was kind of coasting with the show or or thought that we were coasting you know um which is another thing that I love about the show that Pete you can see something and and not just Pete but everybody has an opportunity to be kind of funny and wacky and wacky experiences and then on on you know the turn of a dime it's it's, uh it goes into something as heavy as that
1: yeah the um the, the cast and the chemistry between you all seems so natural. Do you guys have as much fun on the set as it looks like you're having?
3: Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. So uh, we're not always it's not always uh, teacups and roses around sure. there, but but uh, we we certainly love each other and we respect each other and and uh, we do have a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, we do have a lot of fun. Um, again, our exec producers is one of the funniest men i've ever met so it's kind of a trickle-down thing if your showrunner is is a good guy and 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 if he likes to have fun then then everybody else is going to feel that it's uh it's okay to have a good time and not be so serious about everything yeah yeah
1: definitely um the the artifacts on the show do you ever get any input into that or have you had any thoughts that you'd like to see maybe in the future
3: yeah, I mean they're always very open to us suggesting things. I don't know if I've ever actually—I don't think I've ever actually suggested one that's made it in. Uh, I suggested uh, John Holmes' penis pump, uh, but that hasn't been put in yet.
1: No, no. standards and practices maybe had an issue um, yeah. with that one.
3: Well, with all the Cialis commercials that they run during the during the show, I just figured it would fit right in. <laughs> you know, might as well. This is Frederick. I'm coming for you. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, the this season when uh, alphas was introduced on oh. sci-fi as well, they made it clear that these two shows exist within the same universe as well as Eureka did. Right. And I had a speculation that maybe with Pete's ability to have vibes and Micah's um,
3: oh, that he's an alpha. Yeah,
1: is that a possibility or something that maybe someone's thought of?
3: It's it's never been brought up officially but um, I've had other fans uh, mention that and uh, I I mean if it turns out to be that way I wouldn't be surprised you know it's like because they like to they like to move us around so
1: is there any interaction with the other cast and maybe looking at that chemistry or Uh, uh,
3: nothing official that I know of no yeah
1: okay um so season three ended with obviously huge cliffhanger yeah. is there anything you can tell us about season four without crying too much
3: yes uh i'll be back
1: yeah <laughs> that's good to know <laughs> yeah. that's good to know that means yeah. i'll keep watching yeah okay yeah. thanks all right um and the last thing i want to talk about is uh you were talking about t-shirts earlier yeah. and things that you're doing can you tell us more sure. about that
3: well, uh, you know, I was an art major in college. Uh, I spent a lot of time alone as a kid. Uh, so, uh, I drew a lot. Yeah. And so I went to college to, to get a uh, to major in art and, uh, I, I was also wrestling at the time. And so I never really continued. I didn't get my degree in art. I got it in business communications, whatever yeah. that is. And, uh, <laughs> But uh, my wife dug out my artwork a couple years ago and she was just like, You got to do something with this now because with the success of the show. Yeah. And so um, I've, I've done a few new pieces and um, so I sell artwork off my site. Yep. And I sell a few pieces a month and um, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's uh, eddymclintock.com. So, and I also do uh, Warehouse 13 t shirts. It's kind of. <laughs> Kind of bootleg T-shirts yeah. <laughs> that I do every year. I don't know. I don't, like the, I don't like the T-shirts that they have to, that they've offered the public, yeah. you know. To me, uh, you know, when I wear a T-shirt or what, I want it to be big and bold and, and you know, I'm a fan and yep. I want it to, I want it to say that to, to the people that, that look at it. And I, I don't feel like that that's been expressed properly. So I've been making these He's T-shirts and, and uh, I've been uh, having people sign up. And if I get enough signatures, I'll do another run. I Excellent. sold I sold three hundred at, at DragonCon. Oh wow! So in three days. That's awesome. So it was pretty spectacular.
1: Can fans go online and sign up for that as well?
3: No, no. I mean, not yet. I, yeah. I. Uh, it's something that I, I could include on my website. But as of right now, if you're, if you're here in New York at, at <laughs> the. Uh, New York Comic Con
1: which they're a little late uh, hearing this now but yeah, that's okay yeah.
3: sorry guys <laughs>
1: alright well it's been great talking to you well, thank man, you so much for sure alright thanks thanks
3: I appreciate it
1: thank you alright welcome back I hope everyone enjoyed the interview
3: mm-hmm.
1: but now it's time for the listener mailbag
2: oh my god you've got mail you bastard
1: our first email comes in from Kendra in Cleveland yay Kendra hey. alright <laughs>
2: Hey, she's still listening. We um, love her.
1: Am I? Am I doing the voice here? I don't know. I don't nice. know. I'm, I'm kind of sick of the voice already.
2: Just make up something new.
1: I might fall yeah. into I'm a, like, it. A
2: little southern one. A little southern accent. <laughs> I,
1: I hate southern accents. I know.
2: That's <laughs> not <a lie.
1: laughs> I might fall into something as we're going through anyway. Make, Good day,
2: mate. <laughs> That's <laughs> Australian. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I don't know what that. Do you is. do a Russian? Let's make her. Let's set her into a new place. Where's she from? This. How week? about?
1: How about I just read it and see what happens? <laughs> All right. All right uh kenra writes rob first off great news episode this week your respectful but not overly maudlin discussion of steve jobs passing was well executed my love for batman was hit on so many levels including the all-important arkham city updates and the addition of anna is always lovely to hear and as a plus you guys kept me smiling rather than ramming cars during an hour-long traffic jam while i listened to it so to my fellow drivers thank you too but mainly, I felt compelled to write a quick Can't response. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly, I felt compelled to write a quick response to the 3D film discussion you were having, namely because I'm against the trend. Mm-hmm. The point you were making that the basis for it is purely financial on the part of the studios is depressingly true, and I would be fine with it. Uh, what was that, what was that? And I. Was that the rewind noise? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I would be fine with that if the end products were maintaining the high quality that the Real D technology is capable of, as was shown in films like Coraline and Up. In these films, the 3D helps to deepen the world and draw me further in. However, many of the 3D elements of films like Clash of the Titans and Transformers Dark of the Moon are either a distraction that takes me out of the world being created, artistically weak to the point of detrimental, or in most cases both. While both of these movies were lame popcorn fodder and not held to the highest of standards, I still expect that the visual effects will keep me invested in the movie rather than pull me out of it. I'm a huge film geek that still enjoys and actually prefers seeing a movie in theater, despite my annoyance at glowing cell phone screens, high ticket prices, and rude patrons. The only reason I enjoy it so much is I can truly escape in a movie theater, leave my petty troubles behind, and enter a completely new realm for two hours. For me, though, this is only fully achieved through strong cinematography that is seamless and artistically strong. When this element is comprised, uh, compromised to show off the technology, it generally makes me realize that I'm sitting in a theater watching special effects at work. The magic is lost. And unlike in the stage theater world, uh, uh, I'm reading this horribly. The magic is lost. And unlike in the stage theater world, this Breckian, Brescian I don't know. I feel unsophisticated. Kendra, you were
2: using words that
1: we, 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 we put on advanced. spandex and wrestle. Please, <laughs> small words, Kendra, small words. Uh, this Breckian element does not heighten my experience in the least. If the trend keeps up, I'll eventually stop coming to the theater and join the ranks of Anna and Mike in watching all my movies from the couch. Anyway, love the show. Thank you guys. Keep it up. Well, I go to the movies.
2: I went to the movies the other
1: day. Well, yeah, we like the movies, but yeah. yeah. I love the theater. I still love the theater. That experience. was a quick
2: response too. Yeah, imagine if she wrote a long response. Yeah, that was quite an email. Yeah, well, Kendra puts a lot of thought she into does. her I, thoughts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she puts thought
1: into thoughts. See, that's how my yay. my, 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 my vocabulary is that great. I couldn't even come up with two different words. Oh my thoughts. God,
2: Brian just went yay! I thought that was your thing on your phone. <laughs> I was, but I was like, wait, Rob's hands didn't touch the okay. Yay let's button. again clarify. This is not my phone. What I
1: don't have a data plan. Oh. They're stupid. This is an iPod. Yay! (laughs) Thanks, Brian. Uh, Speaking of playing things on my iPod, I also have a voicemail here.
0: Oh,
2: I wonder who that's from. I wonder. Could it be? Hey, you guys! Thanks, Chunk. what's
0: up? This is is Chris down in Kansas. Uh, Just doing my bi-weekly call here. Uh, Hope you guys are having uh, some fun recording, giving us some awesome shows to listen to. Can't wait to uh, hear about the con, so... uh, Have a good one.
2: Out. Well, you just heard him, so no more waiting necessary. You dropped the ball, (laughs) okay? This is a conversation between me and him right now. You just dropped the ball. After all we talked about, that was the voicemail you left? I'm disappointed in you. Well, You are no longer a super fan. You're just a fan. He needs feedback, though. I know he does. No, because we had this massive... You don't just say drop the ball. (laughs) He knows what he means. We had this massive conversation on Facebook about him going out drinking that night and having a good time. Yeah. and uh, he's like, I'm gonna leave a funny voicemail and all this stuff, and I'm like, well, don't do anything that would like make you look like an idiot. So he's he like, but I'm gonna do that? it anyway, what? and I was like, all right, fine. And so what you're saying is that he hyped it up too much for you. Really hyped it up, and then dropped the ball.
1: So like a lot of these 3D <laughs> movies yep. that are overhyped, and ah,
2: ah tying it all Come together. On, Mr. Tong, you could do better. Uh we have one more email. That Next comes- time, leave a voicemail as you do karaoke. Oh. Mm, yeah, he does awesome. karaoke all the time. He does. We want to hear some karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it.
1: Uh, Dan Clark from Baltimore writes in, Hey, Geek Generation, just listened to your latest episode where you talked about your favorite movies about wrestling. One film I'd like to mention is the documentary Beyond the Map. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this film focused on the lives of a few wrestlers, including Terry Funk and Jake Roberts. Mm. It has been said that the wrestler was loosely based on Jake Roberts' life that was shown in the stock. Is that true? I thought it was maybe There's Rick been, Flair. Well, they
2: were like Flair, Hogan, this. Yeah. I mean, it was like a compilation of Any guys. wrestler that wrestled in the 80s and 90s, that's yeah. what it's about. Because right. they're still around trying to survive today because look at who I'm wrestling.
1: Along that same line, I'm <laughs> curious if you saw the E60 segment on ESPN earlier this week on Scott Hall. Mm. It's a great yep. piece that I would recommend viewing, though it is quite hard to watch at times. I was a huge Razor Ramon and Outsiders fan, and it's hard to comprehend what his life has turned into. With your background in wrestling, I'm sure you guys can add even more insight to why wrestlers tend to have such tragic
2: lives. Thanks again for the great podcast. I watched, Did you guys watch that? They I, used uh, footage from the PWF show. Yeah. Yep. I, was, I watched the first minute and a half, two minutes. And I said, this is, I'm not watching this. Do you, it's fant- it's PWF, actually fantastic. do you mean the TRP fantastic show? Piece. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. What did I say? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. The TRP show been top in Fall River. River. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I saw that
0: footage, but I didn't see this segment. Oh, you need to watch it. It's it's really good. They have interviews with like Hogan, Nash, Bischoff, everyone that like, and him himself, Scott Hall. And oh, is it all about co- him? It it's terrible. all about Scott Hall, and it's actually really depressing He's and sad. Looking, but yeah, yeah. His
2: face doesn't move. He's all like, why would they put yeah, this on ESPN? Rhythm. Because
0: it's interesting. I don't know because they're showing the, because it's the, negative the fall. publicity
2: towards a wrestler. Yeah, I know. Right.
0: Why not? It's, it's, actually, it's actually entertaining, though. You guys, I, you should definitely check it out. I posted a link I on tried. my Facebook. I tried
1: to, to
2: watch more than I couldn't sit through it.
1: Yeah, he sent me a link, too, but I just didn't have time to get around to actually watching it. Watch mm-hmm. it, not. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch it. I, so I wish I had insight to add in, but I didn't have time this week to actually watch. It's good. Sorry,
2: Dan. As uh, far as the downfall and all that of wrestlers, I mean, when you've wrestled in front of 80,000 people, 50,000, well, yeah. 10,000, even a couple thousand... I don't know. When you get to the point where you're back to where we are, where you're wrestling in front of a hundred, hopefully, yeah, you know, it's a mental thing. It just breaks you. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like a movie star, like at Comic Con, movie stars who have lines that are hundreds of people deep, yep. and then you have people who are just sitting there doing nothing. You, as that movie star, you're sitting there going, well, "What the hell?" You right. know, you.
1: And well, even think- though it's synonymous with wrestling, uh, I mean, I think probably every celebrity kind of goes through this in mm-hmm. a way. There's a time when you're hot, and there's a time when you're not. The big difference is that a lot of people that do movies and TV and stuff don't have the immediate feedback that pro wrestling provides. Like when we come through a curtain, it's a huge rush, even to the small crowds that we perform for. Mm -hmm. It's a huge adrenaline rush. And I can't even imagine what it would be like an arena and getting that. It's got to be kind of like a drug in a sense. And then coming down off of that, you just want to be back at that level again. Mm -hmm. So I can see that taking a mental toll, but it's I, I not to
0: just insult the guy, but I think it's a weaker person that can't deal with that. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean it. It depends. It actually depends on the person, also. I mean, Hall Hall was had these problems when he was at his peak. I mean, when he right, was in WCW. Right. It it's not it wasn't really when he fell it was pretty much he at his peak he started having these problems and a lot of the guys can't handle the success or the travel schedule and there's a lot of like different factors and I mean he they say in the documentary his parents were both alcoholics yep. so you know it, it's in his genes plus you know. Using WCW, where they were getting paid shitloads of money, you know they were partying all the time. You know they they travel three hundred days a year, but they're they're partying all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know after the matches, you go out drinking, and so it's it's a toxic environment as well. So yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Well, not to cut things short, but uh, Mike has to go beat up a classic wrestler as mm-hmm. well. I'm actually wrestling
2: <laughs> Doink the Clown and Brutus the Barber Beefcake.
1: Yeah, so we got to uh, we got to cut the show here. But Good way
2: to end though. That ended well. Yeah, we I know. Wrestling transition into,
1: yeah. right there. To uh, see, I can do something nice. right sometimes, occasionally here and there. Uh, final thoughts, Brian?
0: Uh, not so much. Um, check out uh, graphically speaking, my podcast. It's at Twitter at Graphic and you can find me on Twitter at Xander Harris. All right, Mike. I am good. All right, stop chewing on a spoon. Sorry, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> uh, if you want to check
1: out the site, and please do, go to thegeekgeneration.com on a button there you can rate the show and write a review on itunes we are starting to get more and more reviews so please keep that up if you have any questions comments insults topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode send those to podcast at the geekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on twitter or you can leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787 if you'd like to submit an article to the site or an audio file to the show you can send those to guest at the geekgeneration.com and as always the show theme is provided by machine supremacy A link to their site can also be found on our site. Wrapping up episode 58. 58. 58. We will see you guys next week. See ya. Later. Bye.